0: Now, it's time to play.
1: Hi and welcome back to Wild Dream, where we give you the freshest takes on the latest movies. My name is David.
0: And my name's Daniel. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and this is part 7 of the Halloween Spooktacular Two Months of Horror. And today, we are bringing you fresh takes, but not on the latest movies. No, no, no. For those of you who follow us on the Instagram at Wild Dream Pod, you will know that we are doing a very special Shutter sponsored episode. Not really sponsored yet, but...
0: Not sponsored, hoping. We're hoping to we're hoping, be. We're hoping, we're, hoping, we're hoping to
1: be. We're hoping, we're hoping to be. This is, <laughs> what, this is what an episode of Wild Dream would sound like if we were sponsored by Shudder.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah. So if you remember from last year, we did a movie review during the Spooktacular for a movie called The Sadness. The Sadness was a movie that was on my list for a while and finally got released in the U.S. and it was exclusively on Shudder, one of our favorite streaming services. So we went ahead and reviewed a movie that wasn't technically a new release. And if you guys
1: also know from the pod, uh, our dream sponsor is to be sponsored by Shudder. So this is our ploy. This is our... Helpless, just desperate, <laughs> on our knees ploy, <laughs> please uh, to get sponsored by Shutter. Well, listen, this is what me and Dan said. We'll do
0: it for the cost of the subscription. <laughs> yeah, if they want to cover our subscription, which again, one of the reasons we love this streaming service, they're not that much. Yeah, very cheap. Like seven bucks. A ton of movies.
1: <laughs> it's exclusively horror. You get all kinds of different obscure and uh, you know foreign horror movies, and um, you know young content creators, and just a lot of just interesting, cool creators stuff and and it's just it's a lot of fun to watch and uh if you're ever on there and you're like Hmm, I don't know what I want to watch here. There's so many freaking great options. <laughs> well, one of the things you can do is you can check out Shutter TV. So Shutter TV, ah, Shutter TV is a eh? Shutter TV is the actual sponsor of this episode. <laughs> um, and I'm really sh- open my, my yeah <laughs> sponsored. Wait, Shutter TV? TV, Shutter TV. That sounds like something new and original that other streaming <laughs> platforms don't have. <laughs> you know what? You're right, Daniel. It is something new and creative that other streaming platforms don't have. Ugh, but I'm too stupid to use this app. I don't know how this works. <laughs> I <laughs> don't so all you got to do is when you <laughs> open Shudder, go over to the section where it says Shudder TV. And on there, you will find three separate channels. You will TV? Find, but I thought this was a movie app. It is a movie <laughs> app. And not only do they have movies, but they have original series, Dan. You can watch television. You can watch movies. You can watch classics. You can watch Shudder originals where you can find movies
0: only available on Shudder. Ah, That's right. But they don't have any, like, spooky, scary horror TV shows, right? Those are so rare and hard to come by. You wouldn't believe it. Every
1: single series on the platform is a spooky, scary series. What? (laughs) Now, on Shudder TV, they do have three separate channels. They have It Came From Shudder where they play Shudder originals. They have folk horror, where they will play some old classics. And then they have, for slasher-style movies, those are going to be your more gory ones, or ones that involve a lot of murder. A lot of campy stuff, too. Yeah, campy type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, so we had our movie picked out for us by Shudder TV. Now, Shudder TV does play the movies as they go, you yeah, know, so constantly it, streaming, constantly streaming. So if you tune in randomly, you'll probably be in the middle of a movie. Yeah. So that's what happened to us. But all the movies on there are also on Shutter. So we let Shutter TV choose the movie, and then we went and we watched the whole movie. So don't worry, we're not doing a half review of a right. movie. We did watch the whole thing, and the movie that Slasher TV chose for us was PG, PG colon Space, Space Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman, dun, 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 psycho,
0: psycho Gorman, dun, 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 dun. Psycho Gorman, I did my time and I went out.
1: Honestly, that's a good opening line for Psycho Gorman. I did my time and I went out. That's true. Psycho Gorman is a comedy horror yeah. um, that is primarily the horror that comes from this movie is primarily based on the body horror. Yeah, uh, it's a very, believe it or not, gory movie, <laughs> <laughs> um, but is also, you know, it definitely leans more towards the comedy. And I genuinely am jealous of this movie <laughs> because of how funny it was. I yeah. There were many moments in this
0: movie where I was like, are we sure we didn't write this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's tons of jokes in here where uh, me and Dave kept kind of saying, like, this is like if Room 103 made a horror movie.
1: Or if we made a feature length in general. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, it literally felt like a feature length Uh, room 103 and they even stole a bit from room 103 which we'll get to in spoiler talk but
0: (laughs) man uh yeah so very funny throughout uh it's a it's a like we said it's a core uh, a comedy but it's mixed with these elements of extreme gore and creature feature type shit um so it's very accentuates the comedy at times i think so too it's very very over the top in terms of uh, not only like decision making and the way that they display things, um, but imagine if you spent all of your budget on the practical effects, and then you had nothing for special effects. For absolutely nothing for to pay actors
1: with. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely it's it's like a guy. It's a low budget movie but it's like a modern low budget movie. You really right, know what I'm saying? Where right. you can still, there's a lot you can do with low budget nowadays that you couldn't in the past. So, um, yeah, I think, um, for those aspects, you know, you, you gotta love it. W- one of the things I think is interesting about this movie is it is a five skulls on uh shutter.
0: Yeah. I think the last time we checked is yeah, something was either four or five. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, which is pretty hard to come by. It is hard to come you by. You know, here's it, some yeah. movies that are five skulls on shutter. If you're, if you're wondering what are some of the best movies on shutter? <laughs> Well, here's some. There are five skulls. Um, Wait, what are skulls? Oh, well, you see, <laughs> Shudder is a horror-based streaming platform, so they rate all their movies f- one out of five skulls. Oh, that is so much cooler than stars. That's so much cooler than stars or recommended, not recommended. That doesn't make any sense to me. I need to a me. star-based system <laughs> that I can clearly
0: understand how well a movie is performing on that platform. But I want the star system to be spooky. Well, how about skulls? <laughs> Whoa! Now I, that just saying that got me a little scared. And that's a Shutter feature, baby. Uh, so, if only uh, they also had a theme song that was written by a really popular, iconic horror filmmaker. I don't know. Would John Carpenter be a <laughs> think, uh, iconic f- horror filmmaker?
1: No way. Because he just so happened to be the one who made <laughs> the Shutter theme song. <laughs> And guess what? He also has one of the five skull movies on Shutter. That's right, the original Halloween. Come on now, how five can I skulls. Nineteen seventy four uh, takes a chainsaw massacre. Five skulls. The original Night of the Living Dead. Five skulls. Five. Skulls. These are the movies
0: that are in the same category as Psycho Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny when we were going into this, I was like, okay, it's kind of starting out, you know. I, and I'm, I'm, we're not in spoiler talk yet, but I'm just saying when we were going in, I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to click with this because when you do a comedy horror, it better be either funny or scary. Right. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you got to exactly. nail at least one of them. And I'm so happy to report that this movie was very funny throughout. Yeah. Again, just throughout. Like it starts a little rough, but then once it starts, the jokes start landing, Right? they hit their stride. And, and I'm, like I'm telling you, like ahead.
1: they are doing comedy so well in this movie. Like they are doing... You know actual dialogue punchline Delivery they're doing visual comedy They're doing editing comedy Where Mm -hmm. they you know the quick cuts to and from Different things to interrupt (laughs) where they're like And they're doing physical comedy Just related to bad like We'll get to that in spoiler talk which is like They will do like intentional bad Acting you know I'm saying in a good And funny way that is like almost Sad uh, satirization Of film yeah you know which is something that We've done a lot for sure it's it gets
0: kind of meta yeah it's, it's it's like we said plenty of times we were like did we write this movie that's such a funny joke um so uh yeah very much enjoyed this one you know is it a good movie <laughs> not necessarily it's a great popcorn
1: flick it's, and, and yeah. it's only about an hour and a half yeah which again well, another another great thing about shutter is a lot of their movies are are around that time frame yeah
0: i love the length um you can quote me on that. <laughs> you can isolate that clip and use it however you would like. I love the link. Um, but what about the girth? How's the girth <laughs> of the movie? I can give or take, but um, I could give or take girth. You can again. You can, you can isolate this clip and use it however you find necessary. Well, there's um, no way to use that out of context. There's no so way. Don't worry about it don't, at all. At all. Um, yes, I. Uh, From a purely analytical lens If you're like How is the cinematography How is the You know Right No 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 Of course you're not gonna You're not watching psychogorm. Exactly You're not watching this for that But um, What are you looking for In terms of What makes a movie good You know what I'm saying If you like to If you think a movie is good Purely because you enjoyed it Holy moly. Like this is a really good movie. That is the reason why this
1: movie is a five skulls. It's not because of the cinematic masterpiece that Psycho (laughs) Gorman is. It's yeah, it's because everyone who rated this movie said this was so much fun to watch, I cannot wait to show all my friends. And that's kind of how I feel. I Mm -hmm. hope that everyone goes out, gets a shutter subscription, and watches Psycho Gorman.
0: Yes, I agree. And I I want more movies like this so bad. I want to meet the director so bad. Like Dude, I I wanna work with him. Yes, I wanna work with him so bad. And again, I think that it kinda uh It has its own kind of style to it uh, as well, so it's not just – it's not basic. It definitely is a step above and has its own voice and personality. It's not quite in the – a movie that it it reminded me of like throughout watching it was Kung Fury. Yeah, I like yeah. Kung Fury, but like Kung Fury was a lot more stylized than this one was. This one was, uh, but it again it just had its own kind of personality, and it wasn't you know super boring or anything by any means. So I again I just really like this movie. What a, a lucky stroke of fate! Just so happened to get this chosen by a fantastic feature called shutter tv that <laughs> i do the whole bit again. only
1: only available on shutter uh, shutter.com wait is it a.com i don't know uh, we'll know so. that when they give us the sponsorship guys yes. we'll get it right
0: now uh i guess before we get into spoiler talk just to say some things uh, a little more specific i think the practical effects were so fun in this movie hell yeah like they were actually legitimately good they're probably the best part of the movie mm-hmm. and obviously the visual effects are are terrible
1: yeah, um, but the special effects like the onset, you know, special effects are really uh fun.
0: Yeah, the practical effects are are legit and this this movie hit a really like really specific 90s nostalgia Nerve in my body Like It reminded me Of some of the stuff I used to watch Growing up huh, But It gave me An early 2000s <laughs> I guess you're just old I guess so <laughs> uh, So I really enjoyed that uh, The Something we haven't Talked about yet Is the music The music is very Uh 80s hair metal, a lot of guitar solo hammer-ons, you know. Uh, so it just, again, it just really works, and I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, and you and can tell it actually does do a lot of things very well. True. In addition to being campy and intentionally kind of low budget, you know. So yeah, you can tell that the people who made this movie had a lot of fun making it too, for sure. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I, it did it seemed like again that there's a reason I say I want to meet this guy. I'm going to work with him like so bad because. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to be a part of a project He's down like to this. He's down He's to down clown. He's down to clown, brother.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we yeah. need this guy to get more money. True. make more shit.
0: I hope there's a psycho Gourmet too. I'll bro, say bro, that I much. I swear to God. I'll say bro. that
1: much. I will line up at the door for psycho gore man too. <laughs> PG2? PG2. Um, PG2.
0: are Rated R Rated R, you're right Um, Okay, Um, is there anything you want to say in addition to all of that before we get into spoiler talk Or should we go full steam ahead into spoiler talk Full steam ahead David, come here (laughs) This isn't a
1: heart No, that's a spoiler alert
0: Spoiler alert pg colon space psycho gore man is about siblings mimi and luke unwittingly resurrecting an ancient alien overlord using a magical amulet they force the monster to obey their childish whims and accidentally attract a rogues gallery of intergalactic assassins to a small town suburbia yes so this movie
1: primarily follows the two kids and their family Uh, as it relates to the titular PG, Psycho Gorman. Um, Now, their relationship is extremely important. Um, The little sister is... Um, a little bitch. (laughs) Yeah. The older brother is a little bitch. Mm -hmm. So it's two different versions of little bitch, right? You have one who is a small person who is very rude and disrespectful. And then one person who is a
0: coward and can't really stand up for himself. Mm -hmm. So two little bitches. Right. Here's a nice little, yeah. if If you're, if, if English is not your first language, here's a little vocabulary lesson. Little bitch can mean two exactly different things. <laughs> yeah, you could be the
1: tougher, stronger one, or mm-hmm. the weaker, smaller one. That's right. So, um, so yeah, that's the that's the dynamic of these two characters, uh-huh. um, and their relationship is very important throughout the whole movie. So the movie starts out with them playing a game uh, that is a very important game for the rest of the movie. Turns out, called Crazy Ball. Um. One of the, like, you know, jokes of the movie is that the rules of Crazy Ball are in, insane. So, like, no one can understand them except mm-hmm. for primarily just these two kids.
0: Uh, oh, 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 jinx. Yeah. Um, yeah, You'll be so a this, fucking coke. <laughs> This, uh, this, fu- go get me a. F- <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> crazy, ball, baby. crazy Ball. Crazy, crazy A-ball. Ball. Crazy A ball let's go do you see why we do this do you see why we do this (laughs) shit how did we get from here to here? We're geniuses. Okay, so revolutionary. Um, <laughs> we are as original and revolutionary as Shudder <laughs> as, as Shutter is to the streaming service industry. Because let me tell you, um, okay Which is why it's a match made in heaven. Anyways, go ahead, Daniel. <laughs> so uh, this opening scene is them playing Crazy Ball. This is where you already get the tone of the movie because it starts playing this super again, hair lightning metal. Oh Dun, 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 you know dun, that dun, dun, type
1: dun. of shit and so it's this and they're playing really intense it's yeah. like the really like uh, over contrast
0: of the of the shot and you know imagine uh, like a GI Joe commercial from the 90s like it's that it's this yeah. very very intense uh, yeah, very game intense play. and so you you can tell, oh this is very tongue-in cheek it has uh, this kind of tone to it so even though nothing's really happening yet, you can at least go, oh, this is why the acting is so cheesy you know right. what I'm saying because they're kind of going for this and then yeah like we said, they use
1: all forms of different type of comedy in this movie. So while these two kids are playing this game called crazy ball and they're, you know, these quick cuts between them and they're throwing the ball at each other. And it's this heavy contrast and really close up, you know, zoomed up shots. And it's like, and then it just cuts to a wide shot. The, you know, the unestablishing shot of them cuts all the music and it's just two kids throwing a ball at each other. (laughs) yeah, Barely hard (laughs) at all. Yeah. It's it's like, you kind of realize like, okay, this is a, you know, a very silly, thing like to them it's very intense mm-hmm. uh, but to the outside the world it's just two kids throwing a ball at each other right which again it's like okay you establish the comedic tone of this movie pretty much immediately um, and so as the kids are playing they you know end up throwing the ball somewhere and they go to dig for it and find it and they end up digging up the uh, what you know the catalyst
0: of the rest of the movie is that's right the uh, glowing amulet the glowing amulet now here's um, the thing well, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way one of the comedic parts of this movie is that they have 15,000 different words that are made up. So you're going to... Every single... Uh, once we get introduced to Psycho Gorman eventually... Anytime he tells a story of his origin or this war, this battle, it is always a bunch of different words. So it's always one time it's like, oh, these were the lords of Crim Don. and then uh, we yeah. went to and the kinda planet kinda like of Zyphon. It's <laughs> poking fun, kind of like like Star Trek, and like kind of yeah. like Doctor Who, a little bit too. Yes, uh, Taylor had pointed—we that we watched this movie with producer Taylor, and uh, she had pointed that out pretty quickly. And she was like, this is reminding me a lot of Doctor Who. Taylor was showing us some images and stills from Doctor Who. And not only were the character designs very similar, uh, but so were the special effects for some of the like prisons. That it they was
1: so—it was so, like— Close because Taylor saw this stuff. She goes, Oh my god, that's from Doctor Who! Like, and I was like, From Doctor Who? What do you mean? She's like, literally showing us pictures that look almost the same, yeah. To the degree of which it looks like how they, you know, saved money was they bought like they went to like some auction at a studio and bought like old costumes (laughs) from Doctor Who or something. Like, that's how fucking close it was, yeah.
0: So, I I say all that uh, up front to say that. Yeah, we, there's. They find an amulet. I'm. Is it the amulet of Babylon? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's gonna,
1: a, yeah, <laughs> it's like a stone. Again, it's just a
0: stone, and it's probably yeah, yeah. It's like they use it as comedy and the it blah, works. Blah, blah, stone. It works. Yeah. It's like okay, we get it. This is all made up. Um, but anyways, this. So is we're going to call it yeah. the stone for the rest of the movie. Yeah, they have this powerful stone amulet, gem. and this is what is like Dave said. It's the catalyst of the movie. This is how the aforementioned titular. PG colon space psycho gore man gets unleashed.
1: Yeah. So then we get a little scene of the parents talking to the kids and we get kind of established their relationship too, where um the parents are very separated. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like they they don't very talk to each other very much. They definitely don't have good communication skills. Um, you know, maybe their marriage is is not going so great. But uh yeah, you can tell that the dad, like the the what's what's interesting about the movie is that they try and play it as though the dad and the daughter get along really well and the mom and the son get along really well. Um, but part of what I think is the genius of Psycho Gorman is the psychological connections between these characters because the daughter is a lot like the mom and the dad is a lot like the son. And they get along better, And then the, but then the brother and sister, they don't think they get along well. And then the mom and dad think they don't get along well, Mm -hmm. but they don't realize that the person in their family that they do get along with is just like the person that they're separating from. Wow. Wow.
0: Sorry. I'm still kind of crying. Tearing up. That was so beautiful. Um, Um, But yeah, the dad is like, uh, you know, he just kind of does... Couch <laughs> potato. He's a couch potato. Doesn't do shit.
1: He's a weak man. He's a weak, yeah. soft man. He gets emasculated. He, This man gets
0: emasculated <laughs> more times than I've ever <laughs> seen anyone in a movie. And um, he and just the sits mom there and the fucking mom, takes it. The mom does everything. She's got the full-time job. She's always running around. She's always doing everything around the house. while She's the he, tough
1: one. She's, she's the tough
0: know, one. And the responsible one. Yeah. yeah. So... There you go. There's the... There's the... The dynamics. Dynamics. That's what I was going to say is dynamics. So the next morning, they discover that
1: where the amulet was is now a giant hole that leads a trail off of their house. Um, The parents don't really react to this the way most parents would, because they're like, what the heck is this? Someone's going to have to clean this mess up. And I was like, if my mom found that in our backyard. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's... uh, it, It just leads to the two main characters, which is the brother and sister, Mimi and Luke, um, deciding, well, really it's Mimi who decides this and then forces Luke to do it because like we establish, she's rude and pushy and he is, uh, you know, a weak willed little boy. Um, and he lets his little sister beat him up and treat him like shit. And that's kind of the point of their whole relationship in the movie. Um, and, uh, she is like both the best part of this movie and the worst part of this movie. Like, if you're looking at this movie too seriously, you I could see how you would be very annoyed by this character sure. slash actress. There's
0: plenty of line deliveries where you're like, ugh.
1: oh yeah," <laughs> you can tell like this little girl has either never acted before, or she thinks that she like like Daniel like so, like Taylor was like said something along the lines of. Uh, man, she like this. She was trying to use this for her Disney reel, and I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" She definitely failed forty Disney auditions before she got Psycho Goreman. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe she's been trying to act for a long time. So it's just like on one hand, it's really, really bad, and it's just really like I guess egregiously bad. But it also plays into the comedy of the movie so well
0: mm-hmm. that I actually didn't find myself annoyed by it. Me either. And some of that goes to her favor in terms of jokes So there's, that we'll get into later. The but dialogue helps her a lot. Yeah, That allows man. her to
1: deliver lines poorly or in a weird or uh, you know, unorthodox way mm-hmm. that work because the dialogue and the situational comedy is set up for her to be able to do that. So I think it's just I like I, you know, I know we're like make it like I, I do actually think that this director seems like a cool guy, you know what I'm saying like just based off this movie alone. But I also think that that was a good way that he was able to utilize this person for this movie um, that I mean, uh, while while I can understand how someone would think she was annoying and not want to watch it. And that, I think that's like one of the reviews on Shudder um, at the same time, though, uh, she is Wait, I, you saw a review on Shudder. Yeah. Well, so Shudder actually has user reviews that you can read right there on the app. What? I've never seen that before on a streaming yeah. platform. So without having to just guess what other people thought about these movies or go onto to Letterboxd or some other third-party platform, you can get it right from Shudder users right there on the app and find out how they thought, what they thought of the movie. And one person did think that the little girl was annoying, but... That's an incredible
0: feature. Shudder, please sponsor us. Please, please. Please. God, sponsor us, please. But... I don't think I would have liked this movie with anyone else <laughs> playing this. Well, that's live. the thing. You, yeah, it's not underperformed. At the end of the day, True. she the amount of charisma, energy, stamina that she brings to this performance, she is technically she kind of steals the show. She's she's one of the main characters. It's Psycho Gorman, and her, right? So it's like pretty much, and they're linked in this movie. So. You have to really carry a, a movie if you're the main one of the main roles, and yeah, is some of it cringe, sure, but is a lot of it complete? It's it's always high energy, always giving her all and everything, even when it doesn't work. I guess, and it's kind of yeah. cringe. It's like, well, it's not underperformed, it's not boring. I say that it's not fucking boring, but uh, it's not. It lives inside. But anyway, right? <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, I just think that the the script and the situational comedy plays well to this actor's uh, it does. weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She's playing heart. well to her strengths yeah. It plays well to her weaknesses, the movie which is makes cheesy. the movie more cheesy, more yeah. nostalgic because she's not she performs the way that dumb kid actors performed in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they were being serious. And so does
0: the so does the brother, you know? That's a, exactly. a big thing with child actors that I've noticed is that uh, they're acting when they turn the cameras turn on and we're rolling. They they think that acting is really born out of emphasis on words in their lines. So they'll you'll notice that kids will deliver lines like, come on, if we don't get every single one of these out of here, we're never gonna be able to they they emphasize right. specific words. And so that's like a big fault with child actors because that's just how theirs you know, they view that or whatever. But anyways, all that to say She forces him to go find psycho gourmet. Yes. Because she is the
1: pushy and aggressive and out there character. Whereas Luke is a little bit more modest and he's, you know, quieter and he kind of just goes along with things. Um, So he, you know, she kind of steals the show, but, you know, her character is supposed to be this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she forces him to go, you know, find what they don't know what they don't know what it is. So, yeah, they just follow footprints that were left in the dirt. Exactly. So the night before they go and leave, we actually get introduced to the titular Psycho Goreman. Um, at this time, though, just, you know, for context, he's not Psycho Goreman quite yet. That's right. Um, he hasn't reached his full potential. You, you haven't even seen me. My max <laughs> potential. No. Um, so he there's the uh, uh, and again, this scene like really feels like something out of a creep show on uh, on Shudder as well. But um, it was just these these like, I guess, criminals and or homeless people and or junkies and or junkies. I don't know. (laughs) Arms dealers, baggy clothes, (laughs) no teeth, dirty faces. Hanging out in an empty warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I don't even remember what they were talking about but I think they were talking about they had like killed somebody that night for some reason. Sounds stupid. Doesn't something yeah. stupid. They, some, they're clearly there to be bad killed. guys. Yeah. They're, they're clearly there. <laughs> These <laughs> are bad guys. They're going to turn into mush in about and ten so, seconds. We all know this psycho Gourmet shows up and he's all silhouetted. Now, if you don't, even if you, if, if, if you don't have a shutter subscription, which how do you not by now? I mean, come on this far, great. this far into the episode, <laughs> I don't know how you weren't running to your television <laughs> to subscribe. Um, Just Google Psycho Gorman and look at a picture of the character Psycho Gorman. Because his silhouette is Unlike any silhouette of a human being Yeah <laughs> Which I thought was so funny Because he's completely silhouetted Looks like an alien monster In yeah. his silhouette And the guy's like What are you doing here, bucko? Yeah Hey, pal Get the fuck out of here We already killed someone tonight We'll fucking do it again We'll kill you too and I'm
0: like That's not a guy
1: That's not a human
0: being Yeah like, I mean, all you need it's to know is so he, obvious He has literal spikes on his back Like a yeah. dinosaur would Yeah uh, He so, looks like yeah. a dying like a human dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's it's
1: psychotic. And so uh he is like walking up to them and he's like I don't even I don't even know everything he says is is crazy. You know, obviously he's like I will turn your bones inside out or whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And uh, his, his whole shtick is over-the-top violence and disregard for human beings. Um, disregard for life
1: in general, yeah. yeah.
0: And as we said, that he's not yet Psycho man, um, because that's a name that is bestowed upon him later. He is currently the Archduke of Nightmares, is what he refers to his real name as. Which, great name. <laughs> not the best name, <laughs> but a pretty great name nonetheless. So the the wow, Ar- you're Archduke, I'm thinking pantaloons and... Chip, chip, cherry. Oh, bro. Is an Archduke or Archduke? <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, my God. Hey, someone
1: right into the pile, right <laughs> into the pile. If you're a history buff, Taylor is, to, uh, we're getting a note from the producer. <laughs> we're getting a note we're from the we getting a Ducer. subtle
0: note from the producer here. That it is Arch. Arch.
1: Archduke of nightmares. Um, and he shows off his power to these people and to the audience, uh, right, in this uh, scene. This is one of my favorite moments of violence in, in the whole movie, essentially, because Um, even though like the real show of the violence doesn't happen until later, but what he does in this scene is is pretty incredible. Um, so you get the telekinesis part, right? He starts throwing people around the room. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very powerful. He has telekinesis. He can also like shock people and like put them in trances and like all kinds of stuff. So he's got all kinds of mystical powers. Yeah. Um, you can tell that this guy just like, he uses all of his powers for evil. He kills basically everyone in the room except for the main guy who's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, bro. Mm -hmm. Whatever. He does punch a guy's head off, which is immediately fun. Yeah. He punches a guy head off and, and the gore in this movie is like actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, it's, it's good. Not like in the way that like saw X was good. You know what I mean? It's good in the way that like, it's like over the Korn- top, Like a Cronenberg yeah, movie. Yeah, it's is. over the
0: top instead of accurate or actually looks like a real leg being cut off, whatever. Yeah,
1: this, this yeah. definitely reminded me of video Videodrome a lot, like the gore in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so he punches a guy's head off and you, know, you get that gore like, okay, well, though, there's the gore man coming in. Um, and then he grabs this one guy and this guy is like, no, no, uh, don't kill me, don't kill me, bro, I want to live. And he goes, fine, live forever then. <laughs> and then stares into his soul. And you're like, what the hell was that? Yeah, and then they cut away. And they cut away. Well, when the two kids find Psycho Gorman the next day, uh, they find him in this warehouse where uh, the guy is still there. The guy that he said is going to live forever, <laughs> and his skin is like rotting and like bleeding from every like from the pores of his skin, right on, on certain areas, and it's not like all over his face. And his like skin is like pale. And he's just standing in place like he's like uh, like rigor mortis kind of right yeah. And his eyes are just constantly rolling in a circle in his fucking head. Just <laughs> <laughs> pickle, <laughs> it's fucking disgusting, it's and it's yeah, so amazing. It's brutal, and it's really creative. I'm like, it's what the so fuck is this? When I saw it, I was like, bro, that is good as fuck. If you saw that in an actual like horror horror movie, like you'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Like this was so good. Um, and then, you know, to spoil this part, at some point in the scene, the little kid, Luke, he knocks over the guy and his head just smashes against the ground and splatters everywhere. Like a fucking water balloon. Yeah. Like a fucking melon, just fucking exploding full of gore. And then here's the best part. The dude's head is explodes (laughs) everywhere. And then there's a puddle of goop of brain matter and fucking blood and everything. And the mouth, the skin from his mouth and one of his eyes is still like on the floor next to each other. And he goes, Thank you. I'm like, oh my <laughs> fucking God. It was yeah. so good, guys. Really it was cool. so fucking good. I was like, bro, I, again, I am jealous of this movie because right. I thought that was so creative. Um, but yeah, so then we get the introduction to this little girl who is a psycho meeting Psycho Gorman for the first
0: time. Right. And pretty much what you get here is like I had mentioned earlier, there's some backstory because they want to know his story and what's happening with him where he's from he does all this it's and we get a couple of sequences of I am on other planets, yeah, and they, it's yeah, like it's, green it's hard to do
1: because they, you know, clearly scripted it. But again, it's just making fun of, like Star Trek and Star Wars and Doctor Who and all those movies where he's like, I'm from the planet Guy And on the Guy guys, we had these race of people and this race of people. Yeah. And they did this thing, that thing, blah blah blah. And there was a war, and yeah. who's or done it soon. And, yeah, and it's basically like the Rick and Morty humor it you is, know, it very is. much. And, uh, but basically, what you learn is that Psycho Gorman was a um, he was a slave on a planet and then uh, and the empire sorry uh, the uh, <laughs> you know whatever yeah. else they call it um you know, we're in charge, we're enslaving his people. And he found the stone, this magical stone. It's what gave him his powers. He killed everybody. You know, he was like rage war. He won the war against these people. But then he was like, oh, but then my bloodlust, you know, was could never be satisfied again. So I just started killing all life on all planets. So he kind of went from good guy hero. Oh, he was a slave who freed himself to uh, just being a psycho. Got man. a taste like, of power. Is a fucking can... Thanos ass, Thanos ass motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So you're like, OK, so he, you know. He's definitely a scary being, but the stone, the most important thing to understand about this stone is that if he were to get the stone in his possession, it would give him all of his full power back and he would be able to go and destroy planets one by one single handedly. But because the little girl is in control of the stone, she actually has power over him and can make him do whatever she wants.
0: Yeah, he's essentially a servant to her now, now that she, as long as she... Operates and is in possession of that stone, so now you have a psycho asshole character that has a psycho bloodlust character at with, her disposal. With, yeah, um, unbelievable power and strength. <laughs> right, and she's also a child, so a lot of her wants and needs are going to be very rem- remedial shit. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so then, so we, that there's your. We've established yeah. that. There we go. That's the the plot of this movie is essentially. We want we now have our little toy but Psycho Goreman doesn't want to be controlled and is going to try and find his way out of this situation.
1: Yeah. Um so they actually have a scene where they're trying to name him and uh you just have to go watch the movie because it is so comedic. <laughs> it's like it is literally making fun of how they name things in movies like you know, right. it's make it's like like you, you would think oh this scene is bad it's like no it's a satire like they're like what about Psycho Man? I like Goreman more. Wait. I've got it.
0: <laughs> Psycho Gourmet. <laughs> yeah. And me and Daniel were like, Oh shit! <laughs> oh my, my god! god! And then she goes, PG for short. <laughs> yeah. And which it's funny, it reminded me, uh, remember when, how many times we made fun of that that new Air Jordan movie uh, that was coming out? Oh the, yeah. Uh, one of the biopics and in the trailer he's like, what are you going to call it? And he's like, Air Jordan, and I was like, "That was your first guess." <laughs> and he goes, "No, nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't think it's gonna work." It yeah. does work. We all know it does work. That's one of the biggest shoe brands of all time. Um, anyways,
1: but yeah, it's a, uh, it's really silly the way they name him. But um, so then we get a little scene of Psycho Gorman while he's by himself, and he is um, you know, he he gets a television. And he's able to communicate with the people from his home planet, like his old, his old, uh, you know, revolution boys, you know, Yeah, his he, old,
0: his old crew. Yeah. It's uh, like, he's George yeah. watching
1: and He's calling up Sam Adams and shit. He's like, Hey, yo, come and find me. Come and, and find me, bro. He's and, like, come save me. And he's like, Oh, by the way, the amulet that I need or the stone, whatever the fuck it is. Um, a little girl has it. So just kill them when you get here.
0: Yeah. And so, So you know, he's not their friend. He's not their friend. through the electricity and static, he's able to communicate this to his ragtag crew of misfits. (laughs) And they are like, "Okay, we're coming to get you. No, you know, no worries, whatever. And Um, so there's another thing I want to talk about just real quick. And
1: it's I think it's kind of a little bit before this. But there's a scene where the two kids... (laughs) This shit was so funny to me. The two kids are communicating with each other via Morse code. Oh yeah. <laughs> they use Morse code. They use to Morse code to communicate with each other across their, you know, bedrooms. And it's not even fucking close. To Morse code. <laughs> It'll be like knock, 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 knock. And it's like, hey, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Like
0: it reaches that absurdism where I'm like, this is right up my alley. And you can tell they were doing it on purpose because the sentences were getting longer and longer with each time they did it. Right. And then sometimes the knocks
1: would get shorter. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then the mom knocks on the wall and says, hey, shut up. Go to bed right (laughs) now. (laughs) Right. And I told Daniel, I was like, listen, I don't know Morse code, but I do know that mom banging on the wall means shut the fuck up and go to bed.
0: (laughs) True. But
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a funny. Yeah. Again, there's comedy throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Because they do the same thing with... The, um, the the television thing where he's communicating where it'll be like and then it's like the language on the screen and then it turns into you know English and so they do like the Transformers thing where it's like like fake language but then when they show up later in the movie they just speak English so yeah. I thought it was so <laughs> yeah. funny yeah
0: uh, <laughs> anyways. cool kind of visual too with the blood leaking out of the TV yeah. with the static and stuff kind of cool but anyways uh, yeah so there you go there's, there's your big plot but then we have one more part of the plot that hasn't been introduced that we need to get to as well. There is a council of members of what the former empire, I, I'm just going to use that word. Yeah, I don't remember what they were actually called. <laughs> yeah. So this council of the former empire, these Templars, these this planetary alliance. It's this council, the bad guys. We're just yeah. going to call them the bad guys. We'll call them the bad guys, which they say that they're the good guys, but they used to enslave this guy, so I doubt it. But uh, to the audience, <laughs> these are the bad guys because right. you're rooting for Psycho-German, Come on. So these are the bad guys. They have a whole council, and again, this is where you get... If, you're, if you really like creative costume design and and character design. Or if you really like Power Rangers. Or Power, yeah, the very Power Rangers-esque for sure. You you get so many different types of characters. There's one guy with a jar and he's just a brain with eyes. Oh, yeah. And his head is just a glass jar that holds his brain, you know, whatever. There's a character who, the one that's very chatty is like this kind of, just blobby yes yeah. yeah like blobby bulbous you can't tell you can tell where his mouth is but not his eyes over <laughs> he his. reminded me a little more of like a star wars character than yeah anything. for sure but then this the head of this uh oh and i actually really liked the guy who was on the other end of the table who had this animatronic mouth and had just a mask on the outside oh, yeah, yeah. of a cloaked yeah so he's completely so it like, yeah robe. it was just like
1: uh like these you know not cables, but like it's kind of like these like these small crane arms that are like just holding a mask and then he can talk through the mask. It's really crazy.
0: Yeah, it's real again, just really creative character design. I love I was geeking out about this. The head honcho of this Alliance is someone named Pandora, and she TM. has she has an interesting. You say what? TM trademark. <laughs> TM. Um, they did it first. They did it first. They did it first. I mean, Shutter TV is very similar to Pandora, right? Because you can watch original <laughs> movies based. If on, you don't like making choices, let them make it for you,
1: and you can watch new creative original movies every day.
0: It's how you find new it's 24 stuff. 24 seven folks.
1: streaming. It is especially curated. <laughs> And you can find gems like Psycho
0: Goreman. There you go. Um, and then you can make a whole episode of a podcast about it. There you look, guys. So Pandora is being sent to Earth to go capture Psycho Goreman. And just to give a little description of her for anyone who hasn't seen the movie or is not going to watch the movie and is listening to this. She when we talk about Power Rangers, she's the most Power Ranger looking character. Yeah, for sure. And what's interesting
1: is her character design is insane, too, because what we learn later is that under. So she has like like a mask over her eyes that turns into big wings out on the outside. And then she has actual wings on her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's all white and black. So she's like, she kind of looks like almost like a halo in terms of like, like the armor. It looks like halo armor on her body. Yeah, A
0: little bit. Yeah. That's a good description where, you know, you have like the main pads and then little highlights under, underneath. And it so felt, all. it felt like a play on this like sci-fi version of yeah. like an angel
1: a little bit. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's all white and then like these little black highlights. But what we learn later is that underneath her mask and underneath her armor? She's just like a, like a, essentially a body without skin. She's just grotesque, yeah. muscular, bleeding, just, you know, pure gore underneath. Yeah, horrific. So it's yeah. like, you know, she, she presents, and it's kind of a metaphor for her character. She presents herself as a savior, an angel, whatever, but she's actually just a disgusting murderer underneath. Yeah. It. Yeah. She's, which I think is part of the genius of the depth of this movie. It really is. And because who's the real monsters ourselves? Right. And, and, every, and politicians, that's what they do. Yeah. They, they present. Present themselves as the heroes. They present mm-hmm. themselves in one way, but who they are underneath—that's
0: who they really are. And that, that's right. that's 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 a great metaphor. Golly, I'm, sorry, I'm getting choked up. Psycho Gorman. PG colon space. <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, so yeah, this this is the big conflict. Is that okay, they they find out Psycho Psycho yeah, is alive. They, f- they find out that Psycho- the Psycho Gorman is alive. So. So this head honcho Pandora is going to go to Earth and retrieve him. She does this. uh, This was kind of an interesting scene, too. She calls a human from Earth into she portals her into their council room and then she squishes her into a blob little cube cube of just blood and then smashes that shit. On yeah. on the table and then rubs it all over her face. Rubs it all over her face, and, and so, you're like, "What the fuck is yeah, she doing? What is she doing?" Eventually, you find out that's how she's, she's in disguise. Yeah, she's going to appear on Earth as the person she just did that. I thought that was really creative too. Right. Yeah, and I, I want to mention too before I forget I, when we talked about some of the over the top bullshit uh, that sometimes cringe, but then sometimes it works in the movie's favor. When they were when they initially leave the. Uh, warehouse where Psycho Gorman is Oh <laughs> The little girl goes Oh he, he's like uh, Once I
1: get that stone You'll suffer a million deaths And be tortured for You know eternity
0: Yeah and she's like Okay whatever Bye Bye it just yeah. keeps going. As she's walking out, it gets quieter and quieter and quieter.
1: And it goes on for so long, it get, just gets so funny. Yeah, like, it's it's, yeah. it's like Wet Hot American Summer it levels is, of like is. comedy. It's it's yeah. so good. I really enjoy that. So yeah, a lot of the over-the-top stuff. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. So then we have this other character named Alistair, and uh, he's pretty important. So he's another little kid who is friends with uh, Luke and Mimi. And he uh, meets Psycho Gorman. He goes over to dinner with them. And uh, this, in this scene, I remember uh, <laughs> this was one of my favorite scenes of uh, the dad being emasculated because it was just so funny to me because I do think the dad probably has some of the best delivery in the whole thing. He movie. does, yeah. Some of the best um, line
0: deliveries for sure.
1: But yeah, yeah, so the dad's like, so where were you guys at this afternoon? And they were like, we were playing with guns in the forest. And he's like, yeah, you know, I remember them playing g- with guns in a forest once. It was called the Iraq War. <laughs> and I was there and they weren't just, and they, guess what? They played for keeps. And then like, there's a pause. And it's like, they killed people. They killed people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the mom was like, shut the fuck up. You've never killed anyone in your life. And he was like, Ugh. yeah, you never even fired a gun. You've never even fired a gun. Don't listen to him. <laughs> he's a little bitch. He's a little pussy. <laughs> no, she doesn't say it.
0: But yeah, and he's just like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, and then the kids are like, can we go play? Bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we get this
1: shot. This was so funny. It was literally just Mimi walking out and you just get a shot of her and she flips her head back in such a comedic way. <laughs> In such a comedic way. Like, you have to go watch the movie to understand this. This is literally just the director deciding that he doesn't want any moment that's just boring. Right. (laughs) Honestly. Like, they probably just shot this like four times, and he's like, what if she just flips her head like really hard? He's like, no, play it up, play it up. And it's just, she's like, I am playing it. I was like, no, 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 more. (laughs) More. Play it up more. Literally felt like that's one of the things that felt so Room 103 to me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, just this tiny moment of just this really silly just action. But that's just what we mean when we say like they use every single form of humor in this movie, like even the way that they edit the movie is humorous. Um, so then we get the scene of essentially finding out that Mimi is, you know, she has a crush on Alistair and she wants Alistair to uh, play with her where the whole game that she wanted to play was just throwing a ball at Luke. But since he didn't want to play, she's just using the stone to force psycho Gorman to let her throw a ball at him. And, um, Psycho Gorman is like, you know, which again, I thought this was so funny too, because this is just has nothing to do with anything. Like he's like, you know, I do have a special ability to affect people psychologically and I can help you seduce this young boy, you know, just like I did for, you know, again mumbo jumbo language or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, all right, fine, do it. And then, <laughs> And then for no reason whatsoever, no explanation for this, he just turns the little boy into a giant brain monster with two eyeballs.
0: Yeah. Like imagine like a brain mixed with like a, almost like an octopus. <laughs> yeah. Because it has a bunch of stems and stuff that he uses for hands, and it's, yeah. it's big blobby. It's so funny, guys. Yeah. And and this is also a scene where one of my favorite jokes in the movie came from because Psycho Goreman shows up through the fog, through a fence. And yeah, like, she summons him. Yeah, and, and she's like, there you are. God, what took you so long? And he says something along the lines of, like, you know, time is not real. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, He's like, time is not real. Back in my planet, the f- I forged my way through blah, 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 the blah. The only blah. people who perceive time are those who cannot
1: experience the sixth dimension of yeah. uh, space, time, and reality. And then he goes, also...
0: I just got lost. <laughs> also, I got lost.
1: <laughs> I was like, that is a fucking room one hundred three <laughs> three. One hundred percent. Yeah. I so swear to God. I was bro. jealous of that. I was like, God dare it, that's
0: funny. Um but yeah, so no that when I saw when I heard that joke, I was like, Oh, we're sending this movie to Mo. Because oh, he would my. fucking love that joke. I think Mo would love this movie. Um yeah, so uh now we have Alistair is in his true final form as yeah. a giant blobby brain. And
1: like this scene is kind of boring. I just bring that up because you got to know that for the rest of the movie, Alistair is a giant
0: brain blob monster. Right. <laughs> now here's what's so, again, this this movie keeps going further and further and it really reaches a point here. So the main plot point of this is obviously Alistair, Alistair gets turned into his big blob brain self and the parents now know about Psycho Gorman because they see this happening in their backyard. Right. So they come out there and they are like what freaking the? out. Yeah, whatever. What the fuck? This is a good comedic bit too because they're like she's like it's okay, he's he's harmless and he's like I'll kill you. Yeah, uh, And they're like what? And, and she's like, like
1: no, you won't. <laughs> he's like yes, I will. I will destroy you. I will melt your brains. <laughs> and she's like no because I have to. And he's like yeah. I will kill every single one of you. I will demolish
0: this planet. I will wipe I will, wipe you I will you out. bathe in your blood. And yeah. like it's like So it's, it's funny just, they bit. Do it so many times yeah. that he just he does not understand. I think that's what makes it really funny is the parent the real comedy for me is the parents going should should I be scared or not it's <laughs> just really funny but anyways yeah. so you're like okay where where is this going the, if you don't think that this movie is gonna go as far as it goes in terms of absurdity and silly the next scene oh my god of this movie this is the time where they <laughs> stole from room
1: 103
0: 100% the next scenes of this movie is a fucking montage it's a montage of them hanging out and
1: having fun this is if you guys haven't seen the interview Go to Channel Room 103, watch one of our lowest quality, film filmmaking-wise, one of our lowest quality <laughs> mov- things we've ever done. Oh, yeah. This was like, I think it's some
0: like a,
1: six months before I started film school. Yes. So this was like, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. All we had was just great ideas.
0: Yeah, and we had ideas that we were not... Uh, willing to part with <laughs> during the editing writing process. And it was probably the last time in our lives that
1: we actually had time. <laughs> honestly though, honestly. This was before we were adults and we had to actually have fucking responsibilities and shit. Right. Uh, so we yeah. had time to make something stupid. And uh, so go watch the interview um, because there's a, a, a sequence in the interview that is completely stolen in this movie. And <laughs> stolen. Stolen, <laughs> stolen. 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 <laughs> they watch Room 103. They watch Room 103. They stole this bit from us. It cuts to and I thought this was so funny. It's the kids in a garage playing music. Psycho Gorman is on the drums. Psycho Gorman on the drums. <laughs> Psycho Gorman, the alien monster, is on drums. And, uh, and they, Alistair, Alistair, the, giant blob, the brain, giant blob brain monster, is on the keys. He's on the
0: keys, baby. Round of applause, and then of course Mimi, lead singer, of course star of the show. And then what does the what does the brother do? Is he on guitar? I don't even remember. He plays, I think so, probably maybe on bass. They maybe on bass. Yeah, so they play yeah. this
1: original song. <laughs> actually true (laughs) it is an original and
0: it's kind of fun dude it kind of fun
1: and they actually do a fucking montage they even do the dressing up in silly outfits (laughs) at the mall (laughs) with the mom and mimi with psycho gorman coming out in different outfits like
0: how about this one they're like uh -uh." Uh -uh. and they're like that's it and they (laughs) even do the brain the brain has different hats on because he can only wear a hat <laughs> that was funny to me. I was like, they, his his whole montage is only hats because it's the only thing he can put on. Yeah, I it was that was so, funny. so fucking funny, guys. I, I swear to God. Um, so we get through this whole montage sequence, and then we get to oh, uh, want to mention too, they're uh, during the montage, they're about the town eating ice cream. Oh and yeah, some girls like. She goes, hey, asshole,
1: nice Halloween costume. And then Psycho Gorman just like points towards her, and her whole body just fucking explodes. She explodes <laughs> into gore. I, I was like, this is... So good. I love this fucking I, movie. Like, that was another moment. I was like, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous that they made this and right. that we didn't. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, so very funny. Uh, and then, yeah, now we get to our next actual scene. That the montage is over.
1: Yeah. So then we get reintroduced to this concept of this game called Crazy Ball. Crazy Ball. So Mimi has her brother and Psycho Gorman and Alistair all lined up together. Um, and they're going to uh, play... Psycho, or they're going to play Crazy Ball, and the bit here is that they do like overlaying shots of like, and then like overlapping the the dialogue with these cuts to make it seem like she's been explaining the game for a really long time. And each time, like then the new dialogue comes in, it's like a weird and crazy rule, Mm -hmm. um like, and then you have to do this. You have to turn around, then you have the the jumping jack. So you do jumping jack for three seconds. You put it on your head, and then like you know, it fades out, and the new things, whatever. And then the only really important part is at the very end, she goes, and then if the crazy ball happens, which is when the two balls collide with each other, the first person to punch their opponent gets all of the other team's points plus one. So you win the game immediately, essentially. Um, so then out of nowhere, a police car comes bursting through the fence and, you know, drifts around the, the basketball court. And then two cops get out. They immediately point their guns at Psycho Gorman. Shocker! And uh, they're like, "Oh my fuck! What the fuck is that? Get away from the children!" Blah blah. And he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't even know if he says anything. And then they just start shooting. Shocker! And uh, <laughs> he, it's just Psycho Gorman just putting his wrist up. And like just blocking all of the bullets and there's like the tiniest little motions. Yeah. It's like you know, super
0: the, stiff. You know? Yeah.
1: It's not like fast or anything it's like, like that. cheerleading.
0: uh yeah, it's know. really funny. Yeah. But, uh, and he says to like, he blocks all the shots and then they're like, oh, and then he goes, I should have let those kill you to the kids. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. So then he, uh, and he does rip on them too. He makes fun of their, he's like, this is your, this is the protectors, the protectors of your, your realm. realm. Yeah. I was expecting something a little better. Right. Uh, and then he uh,
1: grabs one of the police officers and he's like, you know, I, he I can't, remember, I can't remember what he says, but he ends up melting his entire like all of his face. His face just melts into a blob where his eyes are now like bulging out and his whole face just looks like a melted skin. He he makes the gun like conform to his hand. So it's a little bit of video. Videodrome esque. Right. He also for somehow gives him infinite ammo in the gun. <laughs> yeah. Which that's it comes in, in, in into play later, um, and uh, yeah, so he just melts his entire face and he just in, turns him into so almost he, like a zombie. Yeah, essentially a zombie. Yeah, because he he's undead now and he is now also under the mind control of Psycho Gorman, but also under the mind control of uh, Mimi because Psycho Gorman is under the mind control of, of, of Mimi. So uh, he does this to him and he looks at his partner. <laughs> This is so funny. He goes, uh, he's like, No, you should get out of here, or maybe I won't show you as much mercy as I did your friend here. <laughs> it's like, mercy. And then the other cop <laughs> runs up to the car and he's like trying he's like, to open the door. She's like, Jerk, where are your where are your keys, man? Where are your keys? <laughs> he's like, and then the guy's like, Oh <laughs> he's like, well, you don't know. What do you mean you don't know? He's like, All right, fuck. He just runs away. I'm like, just start with running away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, very stupid. Um But
1: yeah, like that character, the the other cop character only comes into play because when Pandora shows up in her little, you know, human costume, uh, she goes to this uh, precinct precinct, you know, whatever this police station uh, where the guy's there and he's freaking the fuck out. And he basically tells her where Psycho Gorman is. Then uh, they end up not playing crazy ball because Alistair you know, walks away or he like storms off. Yeah.
0: He storms off and Mimi is like, Hey, come here, talk to me. What's going on? And he's like, do you think I'll ever be normal again? (laughs) And then she's like, no, (laughs) but I like you just the way you are. And then he, you know, walks away. Uh, and then we waddles away. Yeah. Waddles away. Honestly. Yeah. And then we get this fun little adventurous type sequence shot of them walking through the forest and one of my favorite parts of the entire <laughs> fucking movie happens right here because Mimi gets a note from the policeman who is now, and that I, I, I can't. I can't uh, credit this performance enough of the whoever was playing the police officer. So good, the way that they walk, his his fucking face is so well put together. It is that he just looks like he's in pain, yeah, eternal pain. And and so she receives a little note from the policeman, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, whatever. And and she, she opens it. It's in the it's shape of a heart. It's in the shape of a heart and in blood is just written, help me. No, it says, please kill me. Oh, please kill me. Yeah. Okay.
1: It says, please kill me, which she's like, what the hell? I told you guys to write me cool, sweet love letters. So you, now you're like, okay, she's using the gym to force them to do that. Yeah. But instead of writing her love letter, he says,
0: please kill me. Right. <laughs> so you, this is, now you know that he's just in eternal pain, just like it looks like he is. Right. But he can't communicate. So all he can do is go, ah, ah. Just kind of screaming through his melted face and l- crushed larynx or whatever, and the, so a bit that they kind of establish here is that occasionally his gun will just fire, right? And he has unlimited ammo. He has unlimited ammo, and so uh, after he she receives this note, there's a point where <laughs> the the policeman puts his gun to his head to kill himself, Pulls fires it? the gun, <laughs> yeah. Boom, and you get some blood splatter and shit. And he's like, Yeah, and you can tell he's like, What the hell? (laughs) This was supposed to kill me. I can't can't, die. He can't
1: even kill himself. (laughs) He's like, He's so confused on why he can't kill himself. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Guys, I'm telling you, this shit was so so fucking funny. We were all three of us were laughing out loud, It was so good.
0: Oh my god. Incredible performance. I mean you can't even talk and you're making me laugh. Like this is legit good (laughs) physical humor. And and then that becomes a recurring joke of the gun randomly firing and stuff. So that's always funny too. Every time the gun goes off, it's just funny. It's It's like the the
1: timing of it is so funny, bro. They they just did it perfectly. Yeah. It's like you never expect it and just
0: bam! It's like, oh Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, so the next big scene here is that, oh my God, who would have thunk it? Psycho Gorman's ragtag crew that he asked to come help him have found him in this forest. They have found him. And is it time for them to come save him?
1: No. <gasps> Even though, so he thinks that they are. So he's like, thank you for finally showing up. This little bitch is the one who has the stone. <laughs> you can kill her now. Yeah. Turns out these motherfuckers yes and let's go ahead and give some descriptions too of okay. some of these characters so the main guy who's wearing the crown who is the leader at this moment uh looks like a white walker does yes uh and then we have a um <clears throat> i think a kardashian uh because it's just a woman with big giant fake lips and uh peeled back skin just like and then eyes that are like sunken into her head where there's like black around them kind of looks like a like if uh Jeff, the killer got plastic surgery.
0: Yeah. Jeff, the killer momo kind of high momo. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more momo. Yeah. One of my favorite designs of this one is a, a giant bucket of severed heads and body parts full of blood that is sentient, I guess. Yeah. And so you <laughs> think that
1: at, at a certain moment, you think that maybe the body parts or whatever are just a conjoined consciousness. But it turns out they're just there to be shredded into blood and then, you know, sprayed upon things.
0: Yes. Like they shoot blood out of their little cannon arms. Yeah. Again, after, after they shred. Really them. fun. Awesome design. And
1: then you have this other guy who is like a, a knockoff of C-3PO uh, where he's like a, a man, but he's like a robot, like a bronze robot. And uh, it, it, what you find out is that these characters, um, they actually betrayed Psycho Gorman. Uh, He did not get captured by Pandora originally um, by chance. They set him up. And these characters are like, hey, man, we're just letting you know, things have been going great ever since you got captured. You're kind of a dick and we don't want to help you out. So uh, they're like, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to kill you. And Psycho Gorman cannot defend himself because Mimi doesn't let him. Right when he is about to fight them, Mimi is like, stop. And he's like, "Whoa, what are you doing? And she's like, you just told them to kill me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like just before this happened, you told them to kill me. So then they all start just beating the fuck out of him, you know, and they're just like, and, and, and again, they do the same sequence as earlier where it's, like, it's yeah. like, and it's just like close up shots of them just beating the fuck out of him, just whatever. And then it cuts to the establishing shot and they're just like barely tapping him. Right. And it's like, oh, clearly these guys are a lot weaker and not very, <laughs> you know, not very strong characters. Yeah, they don't actually do much. Like they like zoom in and do like these slow-mo shots of the bucket guy just spraying him with blood and it's like, uh, and then it's like cut soon. She it's just like, it just looks like water, like Red water just spraying on him, and even the kids. I think, like, what does that do? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. what is what is happening? Um, So then, Mimi essentially forces Psycho Gorman to give a heartfelt apology for what he did, and once he does, she's like, "Okay, fine, you can kill him." So then he, you know, you get a Power Rangers fight sequence of you know slow mo, very Brock Shadow esque, whatever. Yeah, uh, and then he, you know, he kills all of them one by one in special and creative ways and just brutalizes them. <laughs> and then um, one of the uh, things that he says earlier in the movie is um, they're like, Oh, what do you eat on your home planet? And he's like, you know, you can eat many things, but um, being eaten is actually a, a great honor where I'm from. Uh, it's, it's considered a warrior's death to be eaten. And um, so then at, at the end of this fight sequence, the main guy, like the white Walker guy who was like, you know, gave the spiel and everything. Um, he's like, you have fought honorably, so I will honor you with a warrior's death. And the guy's like, no, 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 no! <laughs> and he just fucking unhinges his entire jaw until it comes, like, down all the way across his body, where it's just like a fucking, yeah. you know what body-linked mouth, and just teeth and razors, and he just, like, essentially shreds the fucking guy into his stomach. Uh, pretty intense, really fucked up sequence. So much fun. Oh, yeah. So much fun. Very funny. And... What you find out is that the uh, weapons that they brought to fight Psycho Gorman were actually, um, like, poisoned or laced with his own blood in order to be able to actually harm him, you know, somehow. So he's dying. He's and dying. He's getting weak, and his blood looks like Pepto-Bismol. His blood looks like Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> straight up. Um, so Mimi's like, no, you know, we don't want you to die, whatever. And then so they call the dad. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then we have a sequence. I think this is another Room One Hundred and Three type of joke. It really is of, of Psycho Goreman using yeah. like t- telekinetic powers to uh, summon the dad.
0: Yeah, he's so. Uh Mimi Luke, and Psycho, <coughs> Mimi, Luke, and Psycho Goreman are all on the side of the road because he's too weak now and they need help Im- immediately. So Psycho Goreman uses this power to kind of cast himself to where their dad is. And so his face just appears in this blob of different colors and light spectrums. And he's screaming, help me, we need you to b- b- come find us right now, blah, 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 blah. And then it whoom, disappears, and the dad's like, "Whoa, how am I supposed to know where to find them? Well, I don't know where they're at." And then the face reappears, and it's like, "We're right next to the school on the, <laughs> you know, whatever." Like starts, all, "Yeah, we're right next to the school over the woods. We're <laughs> if you drive on I forty for 42. Yeah, right? he starts giving direction, whatever. You know, and he's
1: like. I still don't really know. He's like, oh my God, if you just go west, <laughs> he's just like, you see two going.
0: lights, once you pass the two lights. So yeah. he's like screaming. He's, <laughs> he does, he's <laughs> screaming in desperation while giving very specific local <laughs> directions. And it's just very funny.
1: Yeah, they even use like the rule of three for comedy kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it, it's really funny. So then the dad goes to go pick them up and when they get back to the uh the house, you see that um Pandora is there. Pandora in her human form is is there. Uh, with the mom. Now, here's something that's important that we didn't really talk about earlier. Uh, There's this really cool uh, dream sequence. We all love a good dream sequence. Um, Basically, Psycho Gorman tells uh, Luke that he can communicate with him in his nightmares. So he's like, this is the only place that we can talk privately. So he tells Luke that he needs to get the stone from Mimi because Mimi is a bad person and she treats him like shit. And like, like literally the, the, what led to this, what led to him being like, you know, Mimi's a bad person and she'll use this to kill you is that earlier Mimi stole his fries when he was like, I was eating those. <laughs> yeah. And then psycho Gorman's like, she will kill you. She will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of going through our heads throughout the movie is Like Luke is kind of having this conflict where he's like, I don't want to follow what my sister does cause she's mean to me and you know, she's not nice, whatever. And so we get to this sequence and, um, you know, the psycho Gorman is is when he's dying, his thing is he's like, Well, the only way I'll survive is if you give me the stone. I need to have that, I'll be you know restored to my full power and I'll be able to regenerate, you know, yada yada. But of course, the conflict is, well, once I give this to you, you're going to go kill all a life. And he's like, listen, don't even worry about that. Don't even <laughs> worry. It's like, oh, my God, it's like furthest from my mind right now. What the oh, hell? Oh, yeah, that there Oh, yes. dude, you know what? Now that you mention it, but right now, though, right now, we need to focus on this. Yeah,
0: let Come on. You're going too far ahead of yourself. We need to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we can talk about that after. We can talk about that after. <laughs> mm. So that's kind of going through everybody's head. Like, this is the conflict of this, this sequence. So. Obviously, Pandora has convinced the mom that Psycho Gorman is the bad guy and that he needs to be defeated. And then Psycho Gorman has convinced Mimi and the dad that Pandora is the bad guy and she's going to destroy all life. And she's blah, blah, blah. You know, Psycho Gorman even tells them, uh, like, you know, this is Pandora. If you, you know, help her, she's going to, uh, you know, take over this planet and you guys will spend an eternity in a life of endless servitude. And then the dad is <laughs> just sitting in the car while all this is going on says, yeah, Life of Endless Servitude. Sounds like being married to you, Susan. <laughs> I was like, this petty ass motherfucker. He's still so mad. <laughs> it was
0: such a good line delivery. It like, was so
1: good. Like, the dad is the best actor in this movie. Yeah. And, uh, and I
0: like the camera work, too, because it kind of pans over. What is that the right word? Pan. Yes, pans over to the dad. <laughs> I got scared of all your film friends for a second. <laughs> it pans over to the dad, um, like, kind of midway through deli- delivering the lines. So it really hits. And I just thought it was such a, it was very unexpected and so well delivered. I loved it. Then
1: Luke splits up from uh, Mimi and the dad and goes with the mom. And uh, you know, the dad, which this was a funny moment too, uh, the dad was like, How's this for lazy Susan? A like, oh, lazy Susan. Uh, and then he puts the truck in reverse and doesn't peel out.
0: Yeah, you think <laughs> it's gonna be this cool badass thing. He even says to the kid, like, buckle up kiddo or whatever. Yeah. And, and then he
1: just backs out very slowly, like checks his mirrors
0: and shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it was so funny. Very
0: anticlimactic, but yeah, hilarious. And then
1: uh So they go, you know, the mom and and Pandora and Luke go inside. Pandora gives the mom a drink that turns her into another angel robot killing machine or
0: whatever. Which is funny because this is the point where Taylor, while we're watching this, says, this is the most gullible family of all fucking time. she
1: just hands her the drink and she's like, okay, I'll drink this. It's like
0: (laughs) everyone in this family just
1: listens to whatever an alien tells them. (laughs) It's really dumb. It's so dumb, but whatever. Uh, So then we get like this final sequence where... uh, you know, Pandora and the mom and Luke show up to the warehouse, right? This is where they go. They go to the
0: warehouse where they found, um, well, uh, we find, we, we find out because this whole conflict is okay. Should we give psycho Gorman the stone? Because I don't know if we can trust him. Even if he says that he'll spare us, you know, he's dying. I mean, at this point he's all wrapped up all dramatically on his deathbed kind of thing. And they are just kind of waiting it out. And the, the, the main character of the kid is trying to decide do I should I do this the dad gives her a speech and says look <laughs> I about let me this. let me tell you something when I was a kid there was a strange man in a van who invited me into his van to because uh, he said he had some baseball cards so I got in that van and when I got in that van he showed me his huge collection of baseball cards <laughs> and it was one of the best experiences it's of my life one of the life. best things I've ever done so my advice to you you should trust those creepy weirdos who ask you to do things. <laughs> and so he's pretty much telling you you should give him the stone. So eventually and then there's this
1: it was so funny cuz the pacing
0: you're like, "Whoa, where the fuck is right, this story right. going?" <laughs> and then she then they do this comedic bit where she prays to a cross for uh, should I do this or should I do that? And then the joke is that she's actually asking about what sunglasses she should wear. Didn't really hit it comedically, but yeah. what did hit comedically is she just takes the cross off the wall and snaps it in half over her knee <laughs> and says, there's a new God in town. And I I'm forgot like, about Jesus that. Jesus Christ. She's all, she's now calling herself a God. So this is where we get I think the, she's re- talking about psycho Gorman, but yeah. Yeah. So the, we get this reveal that she's like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to give him the stone. So she reaches into her backpack. <gasps>
1: The stone is gone. The stone's gone. Which is like, you know, backspires on Psycho Gorman because he's the one who fucking told Luke to steal the That's stone. That's true, yeah. So you know that Luke has it. Um, so then, you know, uh, Pandora and the mom, they show up to the warehouse and, um, Psycho Gorman, like, has a small little fight with, uh, Pandora and then the mom starts choking the fuck out of the dad. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay. Man, and he's like, oh, if you still want to do therapy, oh, I'm so down for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, and then uh, Psycho Gorman's like, wait, I challenge you to a one on one duel, you know, or I challenge you to a duel or whatever. And, you know, the rules of parliament, you have to accept the duel, whatever. She's like, fuck, he's right. Damn it. I thought you forget about that. <laughs> he's the rules. It's the fucking rules. And she's like, and as soon as he says this, I literally turned to Dana and said, she's, he's going to challenge her to crazy ball. He's going to challenge her to crazy ball. And then they, they kind of draw it out, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then he's eventually like Mimi, you will decide what the final duel will be. And she's like, oh, and then cut to, and they're all standing on either side and the, the balls are in the middle. So it's like, okay, you know, they're going to play crazy ball against each other. Then you have this whole sequence of them playing crazy ball against each other. And throughout it, uh, you have the brother and sister, Luke and Mimi, Going back and forth at each other, he's like, "You're always mean to me, and you call me names, and you hit me all the time." And she's like, "Well, you're a, a little bitch." And so, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you weren't such a loser and a dweeb, then I wouldn't hit you all the time. And he's like, "You never even apologize for And while they're doing this, they're throwing the balls at each other, and like, you know, every so often, and uh, they both suck at this game. I'm like, "Bro, I would body these kids in crazy ball." Oh yeah, my God. you
0: can't. Yeah, you can't really fake the way a kid throws a ball. Right. Yeah. Cause when it is, when it actually happens, it's like, Oh, they're kind of just like uncoordinated tossing it, you know, it's kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, but eventually you know what is going to
1: happen, right? Eventually two balls are going to collide and then, you know, first opponent to punch the other opponent. Um, and what happens is Mimi punches Luke first. Um, which you kind of expect, which I was so mad at Luke at this moment, dude. I was so mad at Luke because he's like, I'm finally going to stand up for myself. And he puts his hands up into a, into a guard and then she just walks up to him and just punches him right in the gut. I'm like, "Bro, you know this is a timing thing, right? <laughs> like why are you playing defense? Like it's first person to punch the other person. You just go f- go faster. Get good, bro. Get Sorry. good, bro. I'm telling, you, I would bo- both these kids, I would body them in crazy. <laughs> well. I would body them in crazy. Well, it's insane. Uh so I just don't I don't get it. But anyways, so she wins the game. Uh and, you know, she's like, "Okay, well, you know, game over, we win, you know, Psycho Goreman wins." But then the bad guy, Pandora, is like yeah, 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 I know I said I would do that. And then I played this entire game of crazy ball. <laughs> I'm just going to kill him anyway. I'm like, OK, well, what's the point of this whole duel and everything? Did you think like, oh, maybe I'll just win the game and I'll look like the good guy. Like maybe that's what she was thinking. Who knows? But she pulls out her blade. Which is literally just straight out of fucking Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. shit is like, like
0: Transformers a little bit too. A little bit of Transformers.
1: Yeah. It literally looks like they like they bought a Power Ranger sword and painted it white. Right. Luke has to give Mimi the the stone. He finally does after Pandora tries to kill Psycho Gorman and Mimi steps in the way and Pandora was like whatever and she just goes to like she's gonna kill Mimi and then the mom steps in and stops Pandora and she's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" She's like, "Hey, that's still my daughter. Like, I don't I'm not going to let you fucking kill her." Like, what are you talking about? Uh, so that's what kind of convinces Luke like, "Okay, this this bitch is crazy." And then, you know, gives the stone to to them and now so it's Psycho Gorman and uh and Pandora 1v1.
0: Yes. And so he just he says, "You know what? You have a weapon. I get I should get one too." So he does <laughs> these crazy little fast twitch cuts of him ripping pieces of her spine and shoulder, shoulder and It's and so muscle funny because they do it like three times where
1: they cut to the other angle. Like they cut to the left of her and then they cut to the right of her. And each time it's him just running past her and just grabbing a piece of her fucking spine. And I'm like, how many times is he going to be able to do that?
0: Like he's doing one move. <laughs> he yeah. just keep falling for it every time. And so he creates this sword out of her bones and muscle and tissue. It's and just gory. And and so it's a gore brutal. sword. And... This is, okay, again, this is so Room 103, Brock Shadow. You just had this whole sequence of him creating the sword. They battle for a little bit, and then he decides to fucking eat her. Yeah, he, he
1: breaks her sword, and she gets on the ground, and he's like... I will give you a warrior's death. <laughs> and he eats
0: her and they don't even show the sequence like they did in the forest when he ate the other guy. Yeah. This one's like, okay, yeah, whatever. So and it's it like a shadow the, kick. It cuts to the parents are like, yeah, watching. it's a goddamn shadow kick. It's like this, they're building up this anticipation and then it's like the most anticlimactic move to win. I thought it was really funny. I thought it, it was good. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we get this little post battle. That was crazy, huh? And then we get this speech from, we're all outside of the, uh, warehouse. Now everything's settled. And you're waiting, like, this guy's going to spare us, right? And so eventually, Psycho Goreman s- gives this speech, and he's saying, you guys have shown me that the real power is love. Love is the real power. And Luke goes, what? What? <laughs> 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 so they're making fun of that, you know, this whole yeah. thing. He's like this hero's journey shit. They're like, what? Whatever. And he's like, here, I will spare you guys. Promises a promise. And then he takes off the stone and throws it to Mimi and says, here, I don't need it anymore. And then they're like, all right. And they kind of bid him farewell. And then Psycho Gorman opens a portal, and you can see in the portal it's just a street, uh, you know, in in the city. He walks into the portal and just starts blowing shit up. blowing killing people. Killing everybody.
1: Yeah, just throwing cars into buildings and shit. It's
0: just immediate chaos and then it closes and they're like, he's gone. Yeah, Yeah. so it's a very sweet but hilarious moment where it's like, supposed to be very, this catharsis and hero's journey and it's all made into a joke, as it should be. and So very funny. And then you get
1: the first Ending scene. So, you know, the family's like, okay, you know, he's going to spare us, whatever. Woohoo. And then we cut to, and it's a TV showing a giant purple monster. It's like giant purple monster man destroys city. And it's Psycho gore man, like, you know, destroying cities. Um, and then what the scene is, is it's Alistair's parents just at the dinner table. And they're like, Alistair, come on down for dinner. And he's still just a giant... Like, yeah, uh, you know, brain it's, it's almost this like you haven't seen him since that damn
0: school scene. And
1: you're and the whole time. You're like, where are his parents? How are they not freaking? You <laughs> know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. So it's just how nonchalant they are yeah. about him. And he just can't even eat. He's just pushing the <laughs> fucking salad around
0: the table. I'm just like, it's just so funny. Yeah. And the credits roll as he's eating his dinner. Um, so cool little way to end the movie. And then they have a post credit scene, quote unquote. Yeah. Of the council. Uh, and they're like, yeah, because huh. they were earlier.
1: They were like, what's our what's the plan here? Like, just hope that Pandora wins. And they're like, well, yeah, I mean,
0: she won last time. So what's the problem? He's like, well, if she loses, we're all fucked. Yeah, we need a plan B. And so the post credit sequence is the plan B. They're like, huh? Well, Psycho Goreman won. Do you think he can find us? And then the projection of where he's at goes down. And they're like, huh? All right. And they pull out a gun. And <laughs> just like, like a regular revolver. A regular revolver. And he goes, And it's room right. full of sci-fi shit. Yeah, it's just yeah. a
1: fucking revolver.
0: And he goes, all right, who wants to kill themselves first? And then that's the post credit scene. Yeah. Um, movie so, over, unfortunately. Movie's over. PG, colon, space, space Psycho, Psycho Gorman. Gorman on shutter On shutter. This movie was so much fun to
1: watch. Uh, and if I can just talk about something that, that's been going through my head is I've been wanting to kind of like just mention like what my favorite part is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I want to talk about what my least favorite part is, too, th- if I that's that okay. One, yeah. That if would... That's okay. Before we move on, if you don't mind. Um, and so my favorite part of this movie I am actually going to go with the first guy who gets put into the perpetual state of torture. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy with the eyes rolling throughout his head. And then it's not just that. It's that in combination of when his head fucking explodes and then yeah. his mouth starts continues to talk. It's just like, it's so perfect. And it's such a good introduction to how brutal this character is and how silly the gore and violence you know coincides with the comedy is. Um, that was my favorite part. I think that my least favorite part is probably just the moment where Mimi and Luke are like talking to each other just because I'm like, okay, this is like so forced of like trying to make this whole comedy thing, this whole movie that's just comedy, silly, whatever, actually have some kind of meaning about these two characters actually, you know, getting, you know, to, to like each other again or whatever. Um, it's like kind of heartwarming, heartwarming, whatever, but it's just like, I don't know. I guess in the context of the climax of the movie, it was a little bit out of place, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it's just hard to pick any worst part of the movie because the whole thing is so intentionally silly and goofy and it's like, you can't really take something that was bad and be like, that sucked. They need to remove that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. That's the best part.
0: My favorite part of the movie is Man, the it's, guy shooting himself in the head. <laughs> you want to talk about, yeah, my favorite scene in the movie is absolutely, yeah, the, the cop shooting himself in the head because it was just the funniest part. I mean, I laughed so hard and, and I just feel like my, it's hard to choose one favorite part of the movie, but this movie set out to do something and it did it and it nailed it and um, it's, it made me want to make a movie. It yeah. just did it does, and that like that's a that's a huge compliment to to the whole crew of this movie. I, I, my least favorite scene in the movie was definitely when Mimi was praying to the cross because it just was one of the only comedic beats that did not land. Yeah. Um. So that was just kind of a, a bummer that it was like okay, well that was yeah. that fell flat. At least
1: it ends on a good note. Right. You know, there's a new right. god in town, but it's yeah the whole time she's like, you know. I do what I want, though. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just it's too much. And that
0: doesn't doesn't land. Not that funny of a concept. Uh, So, yeah, Um, that's Psycho Gorman. Let's see. What are we feeling for ratings? How do you You rate a movie like this? This
1: is what I'm going to do for this movie. This movie for me is going to be an easy five skulls. You know what? I'm going to give this movie five skulls. That's it. You heard it here first, folks. You will find our five skull review on Shudder. That's right. From the Wild Dream crew uh, right there on the app. So go check it out. It's really fun. It's if you guys have some time, you don't even have to. I wouldn't even say this is a movie you have to watch during the spooky season. You can watch this one anytime. Get some friends together. Watch a silly movie. If you are the kind of person who likes to watch silly, goofy, like, you know, over the top comedy. This was a really, really fun one, and it's not that long either, so, you know, good little popcorn flick. Um, Yeah,
0: easy. Watch it with some friends. Like, it's so fun to watch in a a group full of friends, for sure.
1: Um, So now what we're going to do is go into part two of the pod, uh, where you guys won't even know what we're doing until we're doing it. So you better stick around,
0: or you might miss something cool. If you don't stick around, we will bathe in your blood for eternity.
1: And welcome back to part boo of the <gasps> podcast. <laughs> this week we have a very
0: special Shudder Factor Cap. That's right. What we are going to do for part two is I have some reviews from the wonderful subscribers of shutter that have left their reviews on the app. Because again, you can leave your reviews right underneath the movie in the app and you can see them before you can even watch the movie just to see what you're getting yourself into.
1: That's right. Very special feature. Something that I don't think any other shrimp. Not, right. that, I Not of. that I can think of. I can think of.
0: So what we're going to do is I'm going to give Dave some of these reviews and I'm going to ask him a question that we've asked before. Fact or cap. What's your first factor cap for me, brother? Factor Cap. This is hilarious. I have to fight the urge to share this with my 4-year-old. Do you think that if you had a kid, would you would you want
1: to kind of show them this movie? You know what? I'm going to say fact for this one, and the reason why is that there are moments of the movie that do come off as child-friendly. Yeah. Like like child comedy. And like you said, I think that this is partly coming from that. This movie does have such a nostalgic feel to it, mm-hmm. so I get that. Where like, but obviously, a four year old way too young to show this movie to the gore is too intense. Um, just the design of Psycho Gorman would probably scare the hell out of a kid. True. So True. probably not a good idea. But yeah, if I had maybe like a ten year old, I'd, w- I'd let him watch it.
0: Yeah, Respect. they say frig. They do say frig. That was kind of a weird thing. Um, okay. Uh, I, I, this one depends on whether or not you watched this show, but I feel like you might have. So okay. I'm going to ask it anyways. Okay. So David, fact or cap? Based Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> that is such a good comparison. Yeah. The only thing is like the Grim Reaper in, in that show is like more silly and less demonic. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas the little girl is straight demonic and not over the top. Uh, no, but, a, yeah, I guess a based version of that show. <laughs> I, you know
0: what? I'm going to go fact. Nice. Awesome. All right. And then lastly, David, uh, I got one last one here for you. Did shutter read my dream journal factor cap, uh, cap
1: cap. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because what they really did was they watched room one Oh three. And so let's find a feature length. <laughs> <laughs> they stole our shit. They stole our shit. Forget
0: a dream journal. You stole our script. No, uh. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, no. This is uh, definitely one that I don't think in my wildest dreams (pun intended) oh. um, that I would be able to conjure. So uh, I'm
0: going to say, Cap. They did not read your dream journal. Nice. Well, the reviews are in. They are. A, there's a ton of positive reviews on this thing, and ton of positive reviews on all kinds of different movies on Shutter. That's right, because they have so many good movies and in their that's catalog. That's why
1: they should sponsor us, because we know that already. That's
0: right. And, and so, easy. as soon as we can find the right contact email to send this episode to, we will do it. And uh, guys, it is the second year of us bringing some awesome movies straight to you from Shudder because it is a streaming service that we really like to the point where we are giving it so much free promotion and doing a tongue-in-cheek promotion of it today. Um, We hope you guys enjoy this and that you guys do check out Shudder. And guess what? There's something even more
1: special about this. Um, For those of you who have been listening for a while, you know that the first... Listener submission we ever did was a little special movie called Possession. And if you listen to that episode, you will hear us tell you that this movie was so hard to find that we had to go and find a random streaming platform that we had never heard of in our life. Get like a $5 monthly subscription to it just so that we can watch that movie and then cancel it immediately. That movie is now on Shudder. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So with these obscure, you know, movies that are hard to find anywhere else, Shudder is the one who is going out and capturing those moments in film history and putting them on the platform.
0: Mm hmm. And And moments in wild dream history. Exactly. I mean, let's go ahead and say it too. the The finale. The, the finale will be a shutter. Will original. be a shutter original, It was last year. We we're gonna do VHS 85. exactly. And VHS. If you didn't know we were gonna do that, idiot. That's what I'm saying. We're, what do you expect? We've been a fan of that anthology series since its first VHS. VHS one. The yes. original. Yes which we found on VHS VH- no, <laughs> <laughs> so long ago and then for the shutter to be in contract with them and that they're putting out another one a, like
1: back to back years putting out a VHS it's like man if that doesn't tell you like how much they care about this genre i don't know what
0: exactly does. and so it's like it kind of goes in with our our taste and what we like to see in horror and then yeah. And then Shudder, uh, Shutter original. Another one is Kuso. <laughs> That's by your favorite. Uh, my artist. favorite artist is his film. So, again, it's a platform that I really enjoy. So we like to use it. It's perfect for a Halloween spooktacular. And if you know someone connected
1: with Shudder and you think maybe they're interested in sponsoring another podcast. On the low, low. <laughs> on the low. We are not... Listen, I'm not saying we're desperate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not at all. Not at
1: all. But please, but for, please,
0: the, love for the love of God. Please, for the love of God,
1: Not to beg, but getting on my hands and knees here, please, 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 please sponsor us.
0: Please. But in all seriousness, uh, we got... W- one more to go here for the Halloween Spooktacular that will be the uncut finale Uh, I hope you guys are looking forward to that I know we are. We're looking forward
1: to recording it, we're looking forward to putting it out and Uh. we're looking forward to you guys listening to it again We all know that last year's Halloween Spooktacular finale was one of the most popular episodes in Wild Dream history Um, We very much expect you guys to give the same love this year, so we're very much looking forward to that.
0: Yes, and we hope that you have been enjoying this Halloween Spooktacular It is so fun for us to do, so we hope Hopefully it is fun for you to listen to. Uh, it feels like it is. I've gotten tons of awesome feedback from a lot of our friends uh, and listeners. So thank you so much for being so interactive and positive and uh, all the awesome commentary on everything. And we got one more to go, guys. So, yeah, get and ready, guys, get just, prepared.
1: Just so you know. And listen, this is really important. If you are involved on our social medias, TikTok, Twitter, X, uh, Instagram. At Wild Dream Pod, you know that the Spooktacular is going to have a Q&A. Send in a You can send in your questions whenever you want. We are going to be posting probably all throughout next week, asking for your questions so we can do a Q&A special and have the you know listener submissions. But just know you don't have to wait for that. If you want to DM us directly, just send us your questions as soon as possible. We will put them on the list to be involved in that Spooktacular. So go ahead and start sending those now.
0: Yes, just send
1: us your questions for our Q&A segment. These do not have to be horror-themed questions. You can do anything if you want to know, like what some of the examples. You can listen to last year's Halloween Spooktacular. Anything goes. Yeah, it we could had be a personal th- question. Yeah. It could be about movies. It could be
0: about horror. It could be about. Anything you want. Anything you want. We had questions about what's it like growing up with each other? How are you guys so close? This and that. We talked about our family growing up. What, all, all the support we had. We like, So we have questions that are personal. We have que- questions, what's your favorite fast food restaurant? Whatever it is. We have these questions of all these different uh, types of categories and it's a lot of fun we get to go through those questions and answer all that during the Q&A and then we have some other fun stuff planned for the finale as well so uh, yeah go ahead and start sending in your questions so that we can start building that beast of a finale we look forward to doing it but for now that's all for PG Colin space psycho
1: Gorman. <laughs> thank you guys for listening let us know what you thought of this episode let us know what you thought of the movie if you want to go see it and we will see you guys next time Good night.